Hey beautiful, do you know what your A1C is? How about your glucose number? Does your doctor check them yearly? Well today we are going to talk about diabetes and here's some interesting stats that you don't want to miss. My guest today is Rita Brewer and we actually worked together at the weight loss clinic for about three years. That's where we really connected over our passions for helping other people find true wellness. Let me tell you a little bit about Rita. Rita Brewer pursued her passion for medicine by receiving a bachelor's degree in biology from the State University of New York at Geneseo, followed by the Well Cornell Surgical Physician Assistant Program in Manhattan, New York. Over the past 30 years, she has worked in hospitals, private practices, and outpatient clinics, specializing in internal medicine, surgery, weight loss, and integrative medicine. She is a distinguished fellow of the American Academy of Physician Assistants, certified diplomat of the American College of Lifestyle Medicine, and is the founder and leader of the Healthy Lifestyles Ministry at Raleigh North Christian Center in Raleigh, North Carolina. After seeing thousands of patients suffering with preventable chronic diseases, her mission became educating, equipping, and empowering men and women around the world with the tools they need to reclaim their optimum health. Rita has a private virtual health coaching practice where she specializes in weight loss, blood sugar balancing, and chronic disease reversal. She creates customized programs for each individual client using lifestyle and functional medicine principles to transform their health. You can learn more about her at ritabrewer.com. Guys, we have a lot of information, so grab a notebook, a pen, maybe your iced coffee or tea, and let's get started. Welcome to the Treasured Wellness Podcast, where we talk about all things health and where nothing is off limits. You will uncover what may be holding you back so that you can break those chains, get to the root cause, and walk into freedom with confidence, the way God intended for you to live. Hi, I'm Michelle McCoy, functional health coach and holistic lifestyle advocate. Ladies, together we are going to dig deep into real life so that you are educated and equipped to create the whole health you desire without the overwhelm. Now more than ever is the time for breakthrough, action, and restoration. It's time to get intentional and reclaim your health. If you're ready for mind, body, and soul clarity, then let's get to it. Okay, well, welcome, Rita. I have got Rita Brewer on, and we are so excited. I am so excited to introduce you to her because she is just such an amazing person, and she, she is a dear friend and a colleague in the wellness space, and we have known each other for several, several years, and um, she's a dear friend of mine, and so I'm just so excited that you get to hear her. Welcome, Rita. Thank you, Michelle. I love you, girl. Love you too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. And so I talked a little bit already about what you do, but I would love for you to elaborate on that. Tell us who you are and what you do. Okay. Well, I first and foremost am a child of the King, the Most High God. I am a wife and a mother of a 15-year-old daughter. Um, and for the last 30 plus years, I have been a clinic 
practicing physician assistant in um, multiple different specialties from medicine to surgery, integrative health and weight loss where we met and um, just through my 30 year journey and starting from my 20s, I just always loved holistic health. Um, I always wanted a, you know, holistic approach to healing and mind, body, spirit approach to medicine. Um, and after 30 years of practicing in our conventional medical model, I, you know, I got so disappointed with our, the way we practice medicine, um, that I just have gotten farther and farther away from wanting to be there, um, because we don't have a holistic approach to wellness. And, um, because of that, I, um, last year started virtual health coaching practice. So I can work with people in a more holistic so that's what I'm doing now. I um, do one-on-one virtual coaching. That's wonderful. And yeah, and that was one of the things I was <clears> going <throat> to ask you, like, what, what was your pivotal moment? Like, did you have a pivotal moment that brought you to a more functional health mindset? Absolutely. I mean, I think we all do. Um, I, you know, just started my career like straight from high school to college to PA school, graduated PA school at age 24 um, and started my very first PA job was a thoracic and vascular surgery uh, private practice, which I absolutely loved. I got to see, you know, and do amazing surgeries every single day, which I absolutely loved. But um, in my early twenties, um, I, my body started breaking down. I was having this chronic pain in my body every single day, um, which didn't make any sense to me because I had, you know, been an athlete growing up and, you know, I'm in my twenties, I'm young, I was healthy. Um, but I was having chronic pain in my body, um, every single day to the point where like, I would just come home and have to be flat on my back on my living room floor. Um, and wow. just try to get rid of the spasms in my, in my back, uh, just to be able to get to work the next day. Um, my neighbor was a chiropractor and he would come over and do adjustments on my living room floor for me. Um, wow. and, yeah. And so of course I did everything that a, you know, normal patient would do go to their doctor didn't. And I was a PA, of course, so I was doing everything that I trained, was trained and knew how to do, um, <clears throat> excuse me. And, uh, but nothing was working. Um, and I got all the x-rays and the MRIs and the, um, I'm even when I was in surgery, um, the anesthesiologists in between cases would give me trigger point injections and these spasms, um, in my back and nothing was getting better. And then that's really was the pivotal moment really for me, um, to say, wait a minute, we don't have all the answers here. Um, in what I was taught, uh, you know, you, you mm. go to medical school, PA school, nursing school, you think you're going to learn everything that you need to know to help heal people. And, um, I did everything that I learned and that the doctors that I worked with learned and it wasn't working. It wasn't enough. So that's when I had to, I started to reach out and look at more holistic, um, healing modalities. Yeah. So what, with what you know now, what would you say is your biggest frustration in the conventional healthcare model? Uh, well, definitely that we don't honor the traditional um, holistic healing 
modalities, techniques, um, all the things that were here before conventional medicine ever started from, um, you know, different mind body techniques to plant medicine, to herbal medicine, to, you know, ancient um, tribal healing techniques, which are all extremely valuable and work and have been here since the beginning of time. Um, And once I started to learn some of those modalities, it was always my heart's desire to be able to find a way to integrate the best of both worlds. Um, But back then, this was like in the 90s. And, you know, they didn't have integrative health practices back then. It was like, they were just starting. It was like alternative medicine. It was so so woo woo. Yes. um, We didn't have those integrative practices like we do now. Um, So yeah, that was always my frustration is not being able to integrate the two. And then if you do want to recommend, um, you know, I mean, with conventional medicine, you have such specific guidelines that you have to use. Like if you have high blood pressure or diabetes, this is, this is like, everything has an algorithm. It's like you, you have this diagnosis, you follow this, 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 and this treatment plan. And if you do want to incorporate anything holistic or herbal or um, mind body treatments, you're going outside of the model and you put your license at risk. Um, which um, is really a tragedy because, I mean, of course we have to have certain guidelines, but being able to respect and all, you know, these other modalities that really do work and are very beneficial and non-invasive and non-toxic, um, you know, it, I think we're doing a tremendous disservice to people by not uh, being able to integrate them. A hundred percent. I agree a hundred percent with you. And um, most people don't realize that doctors, our medical doctors do not get nutrition background. They get maybe a 30 minute class or a few hours worth of information, but they simply don't get that nutrition background. And so they don't understand how powerful food is, how food can be medicine or poison. And that is, that's a real tragedy in and of itself. And, you know, I've shared my story about my daughter and how sick she was and then how sick I was getting. And, and, and that's, that could be any woman's story, right? I mean, there's, there's that moment where you just realize that something is not right, but you're not getting the answers that you're looking for. And your doctor that you trust and respect and admire you know, they're not giving you the answers either because they just simply don't know. So I know I personally went through a time of great frustration and I had to just let that go because, and give them grace, right? We all need some grace. And I had to give them grace because they don't know what they didn't know. And we don't know what we don't know. So, um, and I know you have an amazing story, like um, almost like another pivotal event that happened in your life. So, I mean, just what is your big passion? Like, what is your deep desire? Just, um, share with us a little bit about what you really want people to know. Um, well, a lot of, a couple of things that you shared with some of your previous podcasts, if people haven't listened to those already, go back and listen. Um, and it's that, that we have power over our, about our own health and that we have to be our number one advocate um, and fighting for our health and listening to our bodies and knowing that, you know, what we're trust, trusting that intuition 
um, that our body gives us. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Still getting a little rid of a little bit of the COVID crud. <clears throat> You're um, fine. So um, yeah, just just trusting our intuition. What was that question again? Sorry. Yeah, I mean, you have a a deep passion for um, diabetic health, right? Like oh, yeah. for people with diabetes, because a lot of people don't understand that if you have type two diabetes, that is not a death sentence. You actually can reverse type two diabetes. And that is powerful because I don't believe a lot of doctors are actually giving that hope to people. So I would love for you to speak about that. Cause I know you have so much to say. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, first and foremost, I mean, the conventional teaching is that, you know, diabetes is something that, um, that you get lifestyle related, but the whole mentality is that diabetes is something that you manage. Um, yes, you should eat better. Yes, you should move more, but you're going to have it for the rest of your life. And these are the medications that we recommend that you take. Um, and then if you're not well controlled, we'll add more medication um, and patients who are on insulin um, <clears throat> don't, you know, the, the problem is too much sugar in your system. And then what do we do? We tell people to have 45 to, you know, 35 to 50 grams of carbohydrates, which for people who don't know, all carbohydrates break down into their basic building block is sugar. Even when they're good carbohydrates, they still break down into sugar. So if the problem is excess sugar in the body, how does it make sense to tell people to have 35 to 50 grams of carbohydrates with every meal, then just check your blood sugar and then just add more insulin based on how high your sugar is. And this is the conventional teaching. This is what, you know, American Diabetes Association recommends, the Dietitian Society recommends. This is what they're taught. This is what the PAs and MDs and nurse practitioners are taught. This is the model. And this is how we manage diabetes. Um, <clears throat> and it's completely wrong um, because if the problem is just the sugar, the solution is cut back the sugar. And if it's a lifestyle related problem, you have to treat it with lifestyle interventions, not with more insulin. Um, I think my passion for diabetes really came from my 30 years as a PA. I mean, I different specialties from internal medicine to all kinds of different surgical specialties. I spent years and years and years operating um, as the surgical first assistant for all major operations and multiple specialties. Um, <clears throat> so I had the opportunity to see all the worst of the worst complications and side effects from diabetes. And it's one of these conditions that really affects us from head to toe, from our brain to our eyes, to our mouth, to our heart. I mean, every organ system all the way down to your, per your peripheral circulation. Um, with, and my first PA job was in vascular surgery and um, <clears throat> vascular disease is a systemic disease. You don't just, like if you have heart disease, you don't just get blockages in your heart. All the arteries of the entire body are connected to each other. So if you had a heart attack, you're also at risk for a stroke and blockages in your lower extremities. And, you know, the diet I saw, I mean, the worst of the worst diabetics were working in vascular surgery 
because we'd have to, I'd have to go through the dialysis unit and we'd have to create these vascular access procedures for people to be able to have dialysis. So um, the number one cause of kidney disease is diabetes. Um, I can't tell you how many amputations that I've done through the years from toes to below knee amputations, above knee amputations, people in the dialysis unit that are blind and on obviously have kidney failure and above knee amputations. And I'm just like, what kind of life is this? Um, and then, you know, in surgery also um, doing these teeny tiny, like people would have their arteries would be so blocked in their lower extremities that we would try to reroute the blood flow in order to be able to get more blood down to the toes to be able to heal those uh, that, you know, those ulcers that didn't have heal because they didn't have enough blood flow. The blood carries the oxygen to heal the wounds. And when you have severe brittle diabetes, these arteries are not getting enough of the circulation and the oxygen that they need to heal the wounds. And that's how gangrene um, comes into play. And then you end up needing the amputations. <clears throat> so all these years I did all, you know, all these procedures um, and then, you know, <clears throat> the obesity epidemic just started to go and climb and climb and climb. So, um, you know, people are more over uh, the rates of obesity and diabetes have increased by 2000% over the last 40 years. Um, so, and it's, yeah. if you look at the curve, it's just a steady, steady increase yes. and it's still, it's still increasing, which I'm like, this is all wrong. You know, how are we, we're not helping people, you know, people are just getting worse and worse. And the, you know, the healthcare system is overwhelmed and billions and billions of dollars and, you know, people are not getting better. Um, and then, then, you know, the flesh eating bacteria, you know, the, the wound infections from the such severely obese patients, you know, or they, you know, we'd have to do these major surgeries on people who are morbidly obese. And then they're at such high risk for wound infections and then their wounds don't heal. And then you see the necrotizing fasciitis, which is flesh eating bacteria. And, and it's just like months and months and months of hospital stays and rehabilitation and then, you know, wound care and, you know, then plastic surgery because to try to close these ginormous wounds. And, and then when I started working, you know, with you in the weight loss clinic, it was like, oh yes, all right. Well, weight loss, I don't know. Maybe I'll just learn how, learn how to lose these last few pounds of baby weight and, you know, go back to a hospital job. Um, <clears throat> and then when I saw that not only were people, you know, the lo losing the weight and getting their confidence back, you know, feeling great about themselves again, but I saw the diabetes got better or was reversed and the blood pressure got better and they were coming off of all these prescription drugs. And I was so excited. I was like, this is amazing. So I was like, there is another way to take care of these people. So I was excited, but I was also angry at the same time because I was like, why aren't we doing this? This is, this should be like standard of care. Like Absolutely. every, every medical conventional, you know, primary care office should be offering these dietary and lifestyle interventions as the number one treatment to reverse these crises. Um, so I was so frustrated that, that I hated, I like, I didn't even want to be in conventional medicine anymore. I was like, why are you not doing this? You know? Um, but then I finally did realize while we were still working together, 
in that clinic that there actually is an American College of Lifestyle Medicine who, you know, where there's thousands of practitioners all over the world now who also believe that these, um, you know, lifestyle interventions of nutrition and physical activity and stress reduction and sleep quality and reducing toxins and community relationships, these should be the forefront of our treatment plan um, to reverse all these chronic diseases because it works. The side effects are only positive um, and there's no toxic complications. So <clears throat> it's amazing. And then of course, the functional medicine community and functional nutrition. I mean, our, our field is just growing and growing and growing over the last 40 years because there's thousands or maybe millions of us practitioners now worldwide who know that this is the way it should be. Um, but we had to go outside conventional model um, into these other areas of functional nutrition coaching and functional medicine um, to get away from conventional medicine, to be able to learn, you know, these best treatment practices and <clears throat> be able to implement them for our, you know, patients and clients. Absolutely. Right. And, and, you know, the, the beautiful thing is, is with coaches and practitioners that are trying to integrate and use a functional approach and integrative approach, like they are, they are helping their clients to actually see the differences. And one of the things that um, I get asked over and over again, and I know you do too, is the ranges. What are the ranges? What are the optimal ranges? And like, let's just take a quick second or two to talk about the A1C and the glucose, because that is so important because so many doctors are not testing the A1C or they will test the A1C and not the glucose, which I don't get why. If you're doing one, do both. But that's just me. So will you speak about the A1C ranges and the glucose? Um, because that is so very, very vital. Sure. So, I mean, basically when it comes to testing and conventional medicine, it all comes down to they're going to test for what the insurance company pays for. Um, like it's ideal to know what your insulin, fasting insulin level is, but the insurance company is not going to pay for that. So they don't test for it. Um, and most practitioners are doing your fasting blood glucose, which is basically um, what your sugar level is in that moment. But it's only that one snippet in time. So it's valuable, but it's not as valuable as having the A1C tested, which is a three month average of how your blood sugar levels have been. So that's really important for people to test. And I, test. And I would always tell patients or clients to, <clears throat> if it's not been tested, make sure you ask your practitioner to please test for it. And it doesn't have to be fasting either, which is a nice thing. Um, so the normal recommendations um, for the A1C is um, less than 5.7 is considered normal. Um, 5.7 to 6.4 is considered pre-diabetes, and then 6.5 and higher is considered diabetic. Um, but in the functional health, you know, community, we always want to optimize our levels. So we know that five, if 5.7 is considered <clears throat> pre-diabetes, then 
I don't really want to be 5.6 either because that's really right. close to prediabetes. I mean, that's yeah. a blood sugar dysregulation range. Yes. Um, so in the functional health community, you know, we've rather or or less for, you know, the A1C and ideal ranges for glucose, um, more in fasting glucose, more like 70 to 90. Whereas, you know, if you look on the diabetes website, you know, some places you'll see that, you know, 140 or less is okay when it's not. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. And it's very confusing because then it gives people like the all clear, right? So Mm -hmm. if they're, filling up their grocery cart full of Doritos and Oreos and, you know, sugar laden things, whether they're having that, you know, just once a day or they're, you know, eating sugar all day long, it's affecting, it's affecting Mm -hmm. them. And if they don't have that test marker to really make the the picture clear for them, they're going to continue to live that lifestyle and think that it's okay. And, and that's, that's a real tragedy in and of itself too. So with you, go ahead. Go ahead. No, say that's right. And because again, it goes with the mindset from the conventional medical model, because I even saw it on the American Diabetes uh, website the other day. Um, you know, one of their, um, I don't know if it was a quote or something that they said about their ideal range for diabetics is to have their A1C below seven. Oh my word. But, but if six and a half is still diabetic, how is seven ideal? It's because the mindset they have is we're just managing your diabetes. They don't ever say on the website, type two diabetes is preventable and reversible. No, it doesn't say that, but it does, but it is. It is. And people need hope. People need hope and people need to know that. And that's my goal. My goal is to help people get off of any diabetes medications um, they're on, Um, weaning off one at a time, getting your blood sugar optimized, um, and never needing a diabetic medication again, and also reversing the diagnosis. So you can say, I'm not a diabetic anymore. That's my goal. You know, so, and your goal as, you know, functional coaches, we want- are people to completely reverse these conditions because it's totally possible. So why would we not want to achieve that? Absolutely. Right. Optimal health, optimal health. And, you know, the the fact of the matter is um, we, we don't have a healthcare system. We have a disease management system and that is greatly controlled by the pharmaceutical industry. So um, it's, it's just, it's wrong. It's not right. You know, trying to keep people sick because it sells and that's just, it's horrible. It's, it's horrible. So, um, I know, I know why you would rather treat your clients as a health coach with a functional integrative approach more than as a PA. But if you want to talk a little bit into that and, and also kind of explain how would your approach be different? Um, Well, as a PA, I have to work within the uh, conventional guidelines. Um, I am, and I'm really not in alignment with those guidelines. So I, that's why I don't want to be a part of that. 
Um, I mean, you know, I tried to stay, you know, within the system, you know, for, for years. And, you know, when I learned about, you know, that type two diabetes was reversible and I would go to a medical conference, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to this one about diabetes and, and see what they had to say, you know, and the entire conference lecture was about which drugs to prescribe. And if drug is not fully effective, which is the best next drug to add to the regimen and the best next drug to add to the regimen and the best next. It's, <laughs> and I was like, yes. what? When We're does not, it end? <laughs> it's it. We're not even talking about the fact that people really should not need these drugs at all. But like you said, it is a pharmaceutical driven system um, and not just for diabetes, but for every chronic, every condition out there, you go to your doctor, you get a diagnosis and you get a prescription to go with it. Um, so um, yeah, I just couldn't really, you know, I didn't want to be a part of that model and that system anymore. So that's why I was like, you know what I, I, in my heart of hearts, I, as much as I worked hard for my PA degree and to have the authority to write prescriptions, I would give it up in an instant to be able to help somebody never need a prescription again. And as a health coach, I feel like that's what I've done. I tossed my lab coat yeah. and my stethoscope aside and my <laughs> ripped, up, ripped up my prescription pads. And right. I can help people more as a health coach than I ever was able to help as a PA. I mean, and I'm not talking about emergency situations. I mean, of course right. I worked, I worked on the trauma team for seven years and in trauma situations, life-threatening emergencies and people bleeding to death and you help fix them. And you're all, this is all wonderful and gravy. I'm not talking about emergency surgeries because we're really good at that stuff. I'm just talking about preventative health and wellness. So I would much rather help people focus on all these lifestyle interventions and help them reverse all these chronic diseases and getting people feeling better. I mean, how many times in conventional medicine do people say, I don't feel good and how we were those people too. Absolutely. I just don't feel good. You go, I eat something's not right. Why am I so tired and fatigued when I'm 29 or 30, you know, and I'm not yeah. even married with kids yet. So something is not right. Why do I have so much fatigue? Um, and you get your standard lab tests from your primary care doctor and they, they tell you everything is fine. Yeah. And you know, everything is not fine. You're nutrient deficient, you've got leaky gut syndrome, or you're too stressed out, or, you know, your sleep is messed up. And, you know, so all these factors are critical to include in overall health and wellness. So... It's so true. And, you know, Rita, we could talk for hours about this. Yeah. And that's one of the things that we love to do on our little lunch breaks, our short yes. little lunch breaks. We would, we would kind of geek out on integrative <laughs> functional medicine and we would yes. you know, swap ideas and different things. And it was just so much fun. And um, you're just such a pleasure. I just love, love you. And I love talking to you, but um, for the sake of time, could you, um, just tell our listeners where they can find out more about you, find you, how can they reach out to you? You have an amazing love, uh, you have an amazing website and I love your story, but just tell our listeners where they can find you. 
Well, thank you so much. But first, I just want to give gratitude to you um, for um, when I met you at the clinic that we worked at, I came in with nothing but conventional medicine experience and nutritional wellness was not even on my um, and, and that's what this clinic where we work together was where I learned about it. And that's where my nutritional wellness education journey began. And you played such an integral, integral role in my learning because I, you know, I didn't know how food worked as medicine and what should I recommend for our patients. And you taught me so much. And I truly, truly believe anybody who works with you is so blessed to have you um, from all aspects, just from the biggest heart of hearts, truly wanting to help people. <clears throat> and your knowledge is just amazing. So anybody who works with you will continue to be so blessed as all the other patients were. And every patient loved you in our clinic. Um, you're just a ray of sunshine, always smiling, always bringing such joy and brightness to our space. And that's why we became such good friends because I love you so much. Oh, Rita, <laughs> you're going to make me cry, girl. Okay. That was, <laughs> it's so true. That was so, so sweet. And I just, it's, I'm going to treasure those words forever. But so true. And that's why we're friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, so tell, tell our listeners me, how they can me. find you. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because so, I know people want to work with you. Well, my web website, RitaBrewer.com. Um, just go to my website. Um, you can click on the apply to work with me tab. It'll uh, take you to answer a few questions and, and then to a calendar where you could book a free call with me, no obligation. We can get on a call and see um, how I can help you. I do absolutely love working with diabetic patients because I know I can help you reverse it. I've done it for hundreds of people already. Um, obesity um, and management or re re obesity management and um, just weight loss is, is my expertise, but I love working with functional medicine patients as well. I've been a functional medicine patient myself, dealing with autoimmune diseases for many, many years, leaky gut syndrome, Hashimoto's, thyroiditis, rheumatoid arthritis. I've had all of those things. So um, that's where my passion for functional medicine came into play. Um, so I, yeah, I'm absolutely taking on one-on-one -on -one coaching clients right now. Um, all of my social media is Rita Brewer Consulting. Um, so I'd love for you to follow me there and uh, connect with me and um, yeah, book a free call. I have a free download on my website too. I would love for you guys to have. It's my top six things you can do to improve your health today. Um, so go ahead and grab that freebie and uh, get, get on my newsletter. And uh, I'd love to stay connected with people. That's so wonderful. And yeah, you've got such a wealth of information and I would love to have you come on again because I just feel like Anytime. we have so much that we could talk about. <laughs> I mean, especially autoimmune, like that's my, that's my jam too. Like, yeah. I just love to talk about that because, you know, we've lived it, we've lived yeah. it. And so we know, and, and we're still living it. <laughs> right. How many times do we talk about our adrenal fatigue on lunch breaks? Oh my gosh. Yes. 100%. It's crazy crazy, yeah. but, um, you know, if we can take what we've gone through and what we've learned to, um, be a light to someone else, then it's absolutely all worth it. So absolutely. let me, um, let's have a little fun. You are okay. my first guest. And so I would, I was thinking it would be really fun to kind of put all my guests <clears throat> in the hot seat for a quick <laughs> second. Okay. Um, and ask, um, I know I kind of feel like 
a little bad asking this question because it's, you know, we talked about sugar and diabetes and everything, <laughs> but we're all human. So what would you say is your favorite decadent dessert? That little not so guilty pleasure. Oh, I love chocolate. You kidding me? hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, cho- Chocolate has been a love of my life for, for since I was a teenager. Um, and I have experimented with lots of different types of chocolates. And um, I actually, because of my autoimmune disease, um, I'm really sensitive to dairy. So that's a big problem for chocolate as, as well. But I've, through the years, experimented with trying you know, lower, lower, lower sugar, you know, and then the dairy-free ones. So I, I do like the, um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. It's, but it's huge chocolate H U. Um, so it's very, very low <clears throat> sugar and, um, excuse me, it is, um, dairy-free, um, dark chocolate. So I actually, you know, I keep a bar in my pantry yes. and when I get my, my little chocolate fix, I, I am blessed where, um, I can, um, just, um, manage my cravings and not like binge on stuff. Like if I get a chocolate right. craving, I go and I get the one little square and I just savor it and eat it mindfully and enjoy every little bit of it, uh, take my time with it. Um, and that really satisfies me. Um, <clears throat> but I have experienced, um, experimented recently with some of the, there's a lot more, you know, stuff coming out on the market. Like I just tried one of those, um, Swerve um, came out with um, a box of um, a uh, chocolate cake mix. So it was made with monk fruit. So it was really, really low sugar and um, very satisfying. So, I mean, I love, you know, stuff like that every once in a while when I feel like I'm not a big baker, um, but I get the stuff that's already like pre-stuff, pre-made in the box. And then just, you know, you mix it with water or coconut oil or something. That's, that's my idea of baking. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I'll make something like that. And um, it's very, very satisfying. I do love ice cream too, though. Um, So yeah. yeah, unfortunately I haven't really found a really good ice cream that I love that, you know, is low in sugar and that's dairy free. Um, cause all the, um, uh, you know, ones that are made from coconut milk or, or, you know, really high in sugar. So eventually, uh, occasionally I just go for the real stuff. I go, yeah. you know, I'll take my daughter out for ice cream and, you know, go to dairy Depot or, you know, cold stone or something <laughs> like that. And I occasionally go off track and, and I have it and that's it. You know, I don't, I don't get obsessed about it. I don't go and do it every week or even every month. Um, you know, it might be every three, six months. Um, and that's, and that's, you know, enough to satisfy my craving, but I don't believe in 100%, um, um, deprivation because that's when we really like go off track and, um, you know, binge on things and then some people can't control it. And then they go head first and just gain all their weight back. <laughs> right. A hundred percent. It's just like the 80, 20 rule. And then we strive yeah. for that 90, 10, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human and yeah. we have to, you know, give ourselves grace and, and that's okay. And pick ourselves back up the next day. So Absolutely. that's awesome. Absolutely. That is, that is so great. Okay. Awesome. Well, Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, it has just been such a, a delight to talk with you, Rita. I just love you so much. And and the fact that I could share you with my listeners, it just it blesses <laughs> me so much. Um, was there anything else that you'd like to share before we close out in prayer? Uh, no, I th- this has been great. Like you said, we could go on for hours. So we got to cut could. it off somewhere. So we'll just do a <laughs> different do. episode. And We uh, will absolutely. We so will have you on again for sure. Me. 
Yes. Thank you. Wonderful. Okay. Let me close us out in prayer. Awesome. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you so much for this time together. And we just ask that you would give each one of us wisdom and discernment to understand what you want us to know. Open our eyes to see and our ears to hear, Lord, what you have for us personally, for each one of us personally. And I pray that you would bring your blessings upon each woman listening. And I I just want to thank you in advance for that, Father. I ask that you would just bless the work of your hands, Lord, bless Rita's path. And I just pray that you would just just shower us with your blessings, Lord. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I love your prayers. They're my favorite part of your podcast. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Love you, girl. Love you so much. Thank you, Michelle. Let's do coffee soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope that you found some value, got some good notes, and maybe a little food for thought. So make sure you hit subscribe so you don't even miss one episode. And if you're ready to ditch the overwhelm and find clarity to reclaim your health, go to treasuredwellness.com and let's just hop on a discovery call. All of the links will be in the show notes. I will see you next week. And remember, you are a beautiful treasure.